one a Christian, and one of the greatest hopes I have, and it's a firm hope, is that I'm going to spend eternity in heaven. And today we'll be discussing how to have an eternal perspective that is probably going to influence the way you treat your spouse. I'm John Fuller, along with my friends and focus colleagues, Aaron Smalley and Greg Smalley. And let's go ahead and listen now to a conversation Gary Thomas had with Jim Daly and me. Uh, This was at a couples event on our campus, and Gary always has amazing insights to help us in our daily lives. You know, one of the great concepts you have in the book, too, is this idea that um, you challenge younger couples and older couples, frankly, to think of their marriage in terms of eternity. Yeah. Um, Why is that eternal perspective so important? And thinking about, to combine it with another concept you had, which was think of the last day of your marriage. Well, I'm a Christian before I'm anything else more than I want marriages to get together. I want people to be reconciled to their creator. The motto of my ministry has been closer to Christ, closer to others, but closer to Christ comes first. And this section, I'm so thankful, Jim, that you brought it up because I even had an editor that said, you can't write about heaven to young people. They just turn it off. It's just, it's not relevant to them. It's not applicable to them. But when I read the Christian classics, even more when I read the words of Jesus, The vision, the hope of heaven should compel us. Heavenly rewards. You might be married to a spouse who never gets you, who never appreciates you. Jesus says if you love your heavenly Father who sees what you do in secret will reward you. And so I think good deeds are are worthy of that. And And the pilgrims called themselves pilgrims not because they were coming from Europe to the United States. They called themselves pilgrims because they were citizens of heaven who are still on earth. Mm. And I just think we learn to love, and I think it'll press our marriages and build our marriages when we have that, that heavenly goal. And so my goal is, how do I make my wife's eternity even better? It's not just her life here, but how do we mutually encourage each other to these works that the Bible says will be rewarded? Um, and so Eternity just gives an entirely new perspective to my marriage. We're so often focused on how do I get a better spouse for this weekend or by next month or next year. I think when we start to look through the lens of eternity, we, we gain new motivation and new purpose. The last day that you talked about is realizing that there will be a last day of my marriage. Whether I go first or my wife goes first, there will be a time when marriage on this planet is over. And there'll be a time when I believe I'll be face to face with Jesus. He says in 2 Corinthians 5.10, Paul does, for we must all appear. And in the Greek, this is just emphatic. We must all appear. The way it's written, it's just so emphatic. Before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. Bad's unfortunate there. It really should be worthless. There's another word he could use if he meant just evil. So Paul is saying there's going to be a day when everyone hearing my voice right now will have a face-to-face with Jesus. Not to get into heaven. That's a different judgment. This is a judgment for Christians where Jesus will evaluate what we do. And the questions Jesus asked me will not be, did Lisa know your love language and meet it? Did Lisa know you needed respect and respect you? Did Lisa find out what your needs were and meet those? It will be 100% Gary, did you know Lisa's love language, and were you generous with that? 
Did you know that she needed to be loved, adored, and cherished? And did you do that? Did you make the bedroom a blessing instead of a burden and, and a demand? And I believe my eternity will be stamped by the way I treated God's daughter. Because I don't think anything matters to God as much as how I might treat one of his children. And so how I live my marriage today can literally impact eternity because the Bible promises me we will be rewarded, not salvation, that is a free gift of God, but God in his mercy and kindness says, even though you don't deserve heaven, I'm going to reward you in heaven as you act in obedience with sacrificial acts of love and good works. Well, Greg, I so appreciate how Gary brought up why we need to have an eternal perspective about um, how we interact with our spouse. How does um, keeping the big picture like that uh, help you as you and Aaron interact? Yeah, I love what Gary was talking about. And for me, what that really means is to be clear on who God has called me to be as a husband. He has such amazing, well, I was going to say advice, but it didn't feel like <laughs> God, so much God's advice. advice is, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> he, he just, he lays out a great plan as a husband. I think about like where he talks about, you know, my job as a husband is to to sacrifice for Aaron, kind of is, is Christ sacrificed for his bride, the church. You know, there's a, there's a wonderful verse in Ephesians that talks about just really understanding how to cherish Aaron, to, to recognize her value, to nourish her, you know, to love her in ways that are meaningful to her. In First Peter 3, 7, it talks about living with, with my wife in an understanding way, which is really about having compassion and learning how to really have empathy around her emotions. Yeah, I mean, I could go on and on, but the point is, is that God lays out in his word um, what, what that role of a husband really looks like. And, and so if I'm going to maintain that eternal perspective, I, I need to be clear on who he has called me to be as a husband. Yeah, and that requires being in God's word, praying, checking your heart, a variety of things. Okay, Aaron, so we've got Greg's scorecard that you've been keeping <laughs> on how he's doing. I'll, I'll take, I've written all of those down and I have check boxes yeah. next to him for every day for the next month. I mean, the reality is we're not accountable <laughs> to our spouse for how well we do this. We're really accountable to God, right? Yes, yes. And so that for me as a wife, it's looking at what has he said in his word in scripture about who I'm called to be as a wife. And I mean, there's so many things about what I'm called or who I'm called to be as a follower of Christ. And so it's looking at, you know, it's clear that wives are to submit to their husbands, that they're to respect him. But in that recognizing that that it's we're also called to be a joint heir, so an equal. And so being submissive and respectful doesn't mean that I don't have a voice, that I'm I'm his helper. And so that's utilizing the gifts God has given me to accentuate Greg, in that as we work together, being a healthy, effective team together. Are you going to ask me, John, about how I would score Aaron? Uh, no, I, I remember a story that you were asked to do that. It was <laughs> most <laughs> uncomfortable. Yeah, that is a good yeah. point. Well, that, and from that perspective, go ahead, Greg. Let's see, it. Let's see if you've grown oh, look since at the time. two weeks. Yeah. We're going to move on now. And I, I just want to say, if you're not catching that there's a bigger picture for your marriage, <laughs> yes. if you're not understanding that God has really aspirational goals for us, these are incredible things if we can know them and step into them, uh, then we invite you to swing by our website, 
Uh, we've got so many uh, inspirational articles. We've got in- information there. We've got Gary Thomas's amazing book, A Lifelong Love. And um, all of that will help you make these course corrections, keep the right perspective, the right lens on as you interact with your spouse. We want you to have a great godly marriage. Uh, to that end, a couple of things of note. One would be our free marriage assessment. Uh, it has some really good questions for you to consider. You and your mate can take this assessment. You can talk about it. You can move together in making improvements. The link is in the notes. It's free. About a million people have taken this. Join them and find some uh, next steps for your marriage. I mentioned Gary Thomas's book, A Lifelong Love. We're making that available today when you make a one-time contribution of any amount to the ministry of Focus on the Family. The details are in the show notes. Please donate generously and get Gary's book. Next time, we'll hear from Gary Thomas and Deborah Faleta. They'll be talking about the importance of marital intimacy. It's one of our top broadcasts for the past several years. Join us then. And for now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron and our entire staff, I'm John Fuller. Thanks so much for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast.